It was 27 years ago this month that I first stepped into this pulpit. I was doing my field work here at St. George's the winter of my senior year in seminary at Sewanee. Some of you may have remembered that winter. There was a major ice storm. The church was closed for weeks because of a lack of power. It seems that I bring winter weather whenever I preach here. I will say that it is wonderful to be here as part of the ministry team. So today is Transfiguration Sunday, the Sunday before Lent begins. Lent, of course, is the 40 days before Easter, not counting Sundays. Every year on this Sunday, the gospel tells the story of Jesus's transfiguration. Most of us have heard this story many times because we also hear it in early August each year. It's the only gospel that I know of that is read twice each year on Sunday. In the story, Jesus brings Peter, James, and John up on a high mountain and is transfigured before them. Scripture tells us that Jesus' clothes become dazzling white and that the prophets Elijah and Moses appear next to Jesus talking with him. Then a, loud, then a cloud moves over them and from the cloud, a voice says, this is my son, the beloved, listen to him. It is in this transfiguration story that we see not only who Jesus is, my son, the beloved, the Son of God, but also who Jesus has the capacity to be, as symbolized by Moses representing the law and Elijah representing the prophets, because Jesus has come to fulfill both the law and the prophets. But it is Peter's words after Elijah and Moses appear with Jesus that stand out to me and that I want to focus on this morning. Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. These words are especially poignant for us today as we gather for worship whether in person or virtually, as we gather as a community, 
as the church, as the body of Christ. It is good for us to be here. I was trying to figure out why Jesus says this. Teacher, it is good for us to be here. Let us build three shrines, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. I did a little research and found that it was customary in the Hebrew tradition to build a shrine on holy ground. And this was clearly holy ground. So, and scripture also says that, that we just heard that Peter was terrified and didn't know what else to say. So when Peter says, Rabbi, it's good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings. He may simply have been terrified or he may have been saying that it is good that we are here so that we can build shrines for all of them because they were on holy ground. But of course, this gospel is not about building shrines. It is about listening to Jesus. It is about learning from Jesus. It is about living out Jesus's gospel so that his message of redemption will be passed from generation to generation. It is about the good news. Paul alludes to this in his second letter to the Corinthians. Now this is reading from the New Living Translation. If the good news is hidden behind a veil, it is hidden only from those who are perishing. Satan has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ. It was good for Peter, James, and John to be on that mountain, to bear witness to the power of Jesus's transformation in the world. And it is good for us today to be here, to bear witness to Jesus, Jesus's transformational power in our world, in our community, and in our lives. It is good for us to be here today. It is good for us to be here so that we can share in one another's joy and sadness, so that we can laugh and weep with one another, carry one another's burdens and sorrows, and know that we are not alone. It is good for us to be here 
that we can see one another and look one another in the eye and see just how real love is. It is good for us to be here so that we can gather around a table, a communion table, and break bread together. It is good for us to be here so that we can sing songs or at least to hear our wonderful choir sing songs that fill this nave with joy and praise. It is good for us to be here so that we can pray boldly and know that God hears those prayers. It is good for us to be here that we can be the church that we are and dream about the church that we have the capacity to be. It is good for us to be here so that we can proclaim a message of love and inclusivity, so that we can create a church that is meaningful, relevant, and accessible to all. It is good for us to be here so that we can proclaim a gospel of healing to a world that is so very broken. It is good for us to be here so that we can do church together. It is good for us to be here that we too can bear witness to the ways not only that Jesus was transformed, but that we can be transformed by him. Lent begins this coming Wednesday, Ash Wednesday. I encourage you this Lenten season, like Peter, James, and John, to be there, to bear witness to the presence of Jesus in every part of your life, life to show up so that you can ask questions and deepen your faith, to see the presence of Jesus in others and make sure that others can see the presence of Jesus in you, to help others in their times of need, to help heal our broken world to know that you are not alone in this journey, to witness the transfiguration of our Lord, because it is good that we are here. Amen.